I mean, we've worked with now what 75 plus owners across the nation. And I've interviewed almost all of them and asked them why they got into this business. And the consistent story I hear is something of a crash that took place, whether it was the financial crash of 2008 or, or some element caused so many of you to pivot in your own work and you built your property management companies over the last 10 years out of the last crash and yeah. done something amazing with your company. And so I think a lot of people should be reminded, like you got here because of the last dust up, you're gonna survive this and you're gonna be better off of it in the future. Hey, Jeremy and Jason here. We wanted to jump on and do a recording together and just talk about this environment that we're in. Man, Jeremy, think about where we were a week ago. How crazy have things been just over the last seven days? Yeah, this is a, a dynamic environment. You know, things are changing all the time. Um, people are, co you know, going online every day to find out something new. And so not, un not surprisingly, a lot of people are completely paralyzed by the uncertainty of everything. And so in that environment, you know, you and I, we're talking to property management owners all day long. We're listening to their concerns. We're talking about how can you continue to be growing your business? How can you continue to be doing sales in this new environment? Uh, and I'm really sensing kind of two camps, right? There's those that are sitting in that place where they don't know what to do. And so they're kind of holding back. And then the other camps that are seeing opportunities and jumping in. And I would say we probably definitely fall into that ladder camp where we see a lot of opportunities that are out there. And so we just wanted to take the next 15 minutes or so and talk about how can you really jump into those opportunities and some very practical ways to be growing the business. So Jeremy, when it comes to that mindset of, of shifting from, there is a lot of questions and not necessarily having some certainty. There are some areas where we can create some, some serious foundations for us to jump into those waters. How do you kind of think about that and, and how should we be helping owners think about that? The mindset that we've always taken about property managers is that if you're doing this well and you're doing this right, you are a trusted advisor to the marketplace, right? I mean, property management, I say this all the time, it's ridiculous how many services it is all wrapped up in the one from you know accounting to, to maintenance, to marketing, to real estate services. Uh, you know, we provide this amazing value to owners. And right now, owners have less information and the playbook that they've used for years to maybe self-manage or to dabble in a little bit of real estate investing is out the window. And so the way I look at this is that, you know, basically the marketplace is just shining a giant light on the value of property managers. And so the first thing that we should remind ourselves is that people need us more than ever. And they're waiting for us to come out there and give them information, give them leadership and help them. And if you truly look at the way you serve your market as if you're going to be here for the long run and that you eventually are going to do business with just about every you know, qualified candidate or owner in your market, then this is a fantastic time to be building a relationship. Even if they decide not to do business with you today or this month or next month, the opportunity, the awareness, the attention that you have right now is 
like never before. So we got to be taking advantage of it. Yeah. And, you know, I, as I've been talking with owners, it's kind of interesting. I see the light bulbs go off sometimes when, you know, I'm working with them and almost remind them of the value because the reality is sometimes I think we forget the things that we do day in and out. You think you forget about your vendor network or you forget your in-house maintenance team or you forget the fact that you have solutions for situations like this built into your management agreements that have never really needed to be used or leveraged. Uh, and it's all built out ready for you to jump in and use and leverage in a time like this. And it's something that you have that frankly, anybody that's doing this themselves, anyone that's self-managing or all of those real estate agents that have kind of been dabbling in management do not have these resources. And so in the midst of a, a world where there is a lot of uncertainty, it's that place that you can find where you have real strength. And that's what we're talking about is saying, going out and leverage that. You don't have to have all the answers. And sometimes I think it can be really limiting to think, I gotta know everything. Uh, they're gonna, the owners are gonna ask me questions that I don't know how to answer. Uh, and therefore I'm just, I'm just not gonna put myself out there. I'm not gonna make that call. I'm not gonna reach out to them. But the reality is you only need to be like two steps further down the road than where they're at for them to look at you as a thought leader and frankly, as a leader to establish that trust to where they're gonna be able to kind of think about you in that business sense and potentially either again, maybe do business now or do it in the future. But how we handle it now is a major factor of what's gonna be coming down the line. Yeah, and Jay, you, you said this you know, offline when we were talking, there are certain things we don't know. Nobody knows, right? Doesn't yeah. matter if you're managing 100 properties or 10,000 properties, there are we are certainly in times where um, we can, we are, we have to be comfortable with uncertainty. But just because you don't know every answer doesn't mean you have a lot more information and answers than your market, right? And so we we know that one of the selling points that property managers use all the time is economies of scale, right? So we're managing or we're maintaining so many more properties. We're we're marketing so many properties that we can drive the cost down to do basic things, right? Well, the other economy of scale that we have access to by having lots of homes that we manage in a particular market is information, right? When the courts open back up, is it gonna be one owner going and figuring out how long the backlog is, backlog is or what to do or talking to the attorneys about precedence and how to get this done? Or are you better off doing this for 300 people, right? Because it's gonna take the same amount of time and energy to figure these things out but you're going to have the economy of scale because you're doing it for so many more people that should allow you to be walking around in the marketplace with with some absolute swagger some confidence right that your value has a higher ceiling than ever before mm. you know and in that same vein i think it's so important for owners to remember that you have context and contextualization for what's happening in your market that your owners absolutely need to be hearing. Because what's happening in Boise is not the same as what's happening in Charlotte. And Charlotte is different than Austin, and Austin is different than Atlanta. And the reality is your owners are listening to national news. They might be listening to some elements of local news, but you have to help them contextualize what's happening in your marketplace. And remember that your audience needs your expertise. You don't have to be an expert on the nation. You don't have to be an expert on the nation, uh, on all the elements that are going on. You have to be an expert on the 300 properties that are happening in your county. And you know that better than anyone else. And so that's the thing to leverage and help them remember like, hey, 
this is our, our when you think about tenants and you know, big conversation you're seeing a lot is around what happens if tenants can't pay rent and what does that look like? Well, first of all, you've got to segment out your tenant population. And how many of your tenants do you think are actually at risk? It's not all of them. It's not like all of a sudden everyone's going to stop paying. There's a segmentation that needs to take place, a percentage. And then within that percentage, how many of those people are likely to be affected? Run the numbers, do that hard work and bring the context. That's how you combat fear and panic and all these things that create your rational thought. And that's the strength that you can stand from and be that expert. 100%. I mean, people are craving any kind of certainty, right? That's, that's just human nature. But no more, uh, no time is that more in demand than in a, in a crisis and, and, and facing something new. And, you know, I, I have been an entrepreneur for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I remember going through the dot-com bubble, which was quickly followed by 9-11, which eventually was complemented by the Iraq war, which then later turned into the real estate bubble, which turned into the financial crisis and, uh, and on and on, right? We, you know, each of those things seemed absolutely insurmountable in the moment, but ultimately there were people that put their head in the sand and there were people that strategized and were resourceful and somehow use it as, a, as an advantage, as an opportunity. They saw the potential of what could happen. And when the dust settled, you know, they were still alive. And some of them were in better position than when they entered it. And it was because they made a decision. It was all about the leadership and them being willing to see the opportunity in this whole situation. Well, I mean, we've worked with now, what, 75 plus owners across the nation. And I've interviewed almost all of them and ask them why they got into this business. And the consistent story I hear is something of a crash that took place, whether it was the financial crash of 2008 or or some element caused so many of you to pivot in your own work and you built your property management companies over the last 10 years out of the last crash and done something amazing with your company. And so I think a lot of people should be reminded, like you got here because of the last dust up you're going to survive this and you're going to be better off of it in the future. So with that, Jeremy, when people start thinking about just let's get real practical, like right down to the nuts and bolts, what would you suggest are two or three practical things that sales, BDMs, owners can be doing to kind of have a growth mindset in this space? Let's look at the current situation. Um, We all know that we're being advised, rightfully so, to stay home to provide distance, to basically suspend social and public life as we know it, right? Thank goodness this is 2020 and you're in Colorado and I'm in Florida and we're on a Zoom call over the internet, right? And so um, I don't foresee the internet going out anytime soon. I'm willing to bank on that. Uh, We have more access to people and information than ever before. And right now, people have more time and attention and a craving for information than ever before, right? People are all spending massive amounts of times on social media. I'm guilty of it, I'm seeing it. People are researching, you know, what's gonna happen, challenges, trends. They are thirsty for the knowledge you have. And so I think we're beating a drum here. This is the time to build relationships. This is the time to get out there and fill that vacuum, right? As Jason said, people are drowning in abstract, general national information, what ifs, right? They are ready to eat out of your hand if you have anything specific to their situation, anything local, anything you know tangible that actually applies to them, right? People are starving for that. Hey guys, Jordan and Jeremy here. 
We wanted to pull you away from this episode for a second to tell you about an online training we've put together to show you exactly what the fastest growing property managers in America are doing. You're gonna learn how to attract the clients you want, protect the margins in your business, and consistently set and hit meaningful sales goals each and every quarter. Now there's a simple but powerful framework that will help you do this and I'll walk you through all four steps of the framework. We started RentScale because of the gap between how much effort and process goes into the operational side of the business compared to sales and marketing, even though the growth function is arguably where the bulk of the value creating potential exists for each and every business owner. The answer is going pro. The answer is operationalizing sales. And I'm not going to lie, it's really hard work but the reward is worth the price. And that's the reason we've gone so far down the rabbit hole of property management sales. We've now built sales playbooks for over 70 property management companies, and the results have been extraordinary. I really wanted to break the art of scaling down into a proven, repeatable process that any business owner can implement. It's called the blueprint for doubling your door count in the next one to three years, while replacing yourself and building a team you love. And it's totally free. You can find it online at doublemypm.com. That's doublemypm.com. PM being short for property management, of course. We basically spilled everything we do to help managers grow on this one training. So make sure to get to doublemypm.com today. Enjoy the rest of this episode, guys, and see you on the training. We're on Zoom right now. Uh, you can get a Zoom video account for free. We do all of our selling over Zoom all over the country. We never see people. This is a fantastic time to be trying to build relationships, suggesting people to do a video call. They may or may not do it, right? Jason and I have done this. We show up to video calls where the other person doesn't turn their camera on, but we're not doing it for us. We're doing it for them, right? And so we're creating a high definition, immersive experience where they can get to know us. Um, let's be a resource, guys. Let's call every single owner who said no to us in the last year. Let's check in on their situation with no expectation of getting paid for that. Just say, what are you doing? You know, do you have a, a lease in place? Do you have a vacancy coming soon? Are they current? You know, just have a conversation and be the advisor and, and you're going to be blown away by A, how much fun and how much more productive you're going to be than sitting around and Googling, you know, what's closing and what's going on, right? Because you're actually out, you know, contributing and providing value and that's going to help your sanity. That's going to help them. This is the time, right? People don't remember average Tuesdays when they look back on the experiences of their lives, right? They look at the challenges and the trials and the tribulations. And so any relationship, any value that you provide in today's day and age is going to be multiplied in terms of value going forward when the dust settles, which it will. And we're all here. And by the way, we are not selling conferences or travel or convenience. We are selling homes. The, the living experience, everything that's going on right now is just crystallizing the value and the need for a great place, a great safe place to take care of our families, right? And we are the conduit to provide that. So that's my first idea, Jason. What do you have to add to that? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you talked a lot about Zoom and this reality that we can now communicate in ways like we never could before. And a lot of people have been hesitant to jump on, on video I'm just going to say now is the time to double down and get your face in front of people. Do not send out a text email. Send out a video. Use free tools like Loom. Download BombBomb. Your freaking phone can text videos. Take your top 10 owners and just send them a text video 
with gratitude as the lead foot, just grateful that you have them as one of your clients and let them know that you got their back. You don't have to give them all the details. Just be grateful that you have the client base that you have. And again, those are the things that people are gonna remember. They're not gonna remember what you say, they remember how you make them feel, right? The Maya Angelou quote, that's, that's wonderful, but it's so true, especially in business and especially in times like this. Don't get hung up on the details of what you're saying. Get hung up on how you do it, how you deliver it, how you're leveraging video as a medium, how you're looking into the camera at someone's eyes when maybe they haven't had physical contact with someone. All of these things mean more than ever, and you can leverage them in some really meaningful and deep ways to build those relationships, to kind of further foster that, to create raving fans from the people that you already have. And all of that is just building up equity for you for the future. And so now is the time to do that. Just freaking five videos a day. Just do five videos of, of gratefulness to your clients uh, and your owners. And that could make the biggest impact on your business than trying to have all the answers and everything figured out for them. 100%. I think that quote's worth saying because not everybody knows it, right? The quote that Jason was referencing is that people will forget what you say, they'll forget what you do, but they'll never forget the way you made them feel, right? And that's what the underlying strategy is. When we talk about certainty and specifics, right? We're trying to provide peace of mind to the marketplace. And that's really the underlying thing that we can be doing with all of our communication, like video, like Jason said. So the other thing I want to add to that is um, there's never a better opportunity than to increase your reach and your exposure, right? Social media, email, right? All of these electronic communications, like I said, people are at home, right? People are working from home. They're quarantined. They can't go to all the normal activities that they can go to like soccer practice and the gym and all these other things. So they are replacing that with screen time. And so there is an immense opportunity, the least expensive opportunity you've probably ever had to be getting in front of more people and actually get their attention. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you can't ever dismay the, the fact of the personalization of communication right now over some of the, the stuff to the masses. So just one thing to remember is, it does not matter your audience size. Don't worry whether or not you've got 30 people or 100 people or 200 people. Size does not matter right now. Personalization is the thing that's going to get you winning. And so really think about that. That is your opportunity at this point is to speak to a specific audience. Remember everything we've said, the context. You're not talking to the nation. You're not trying to create a video that's going to go viral for everyone to see. You're creating a very specific video to a specific audience with a specific message. That is your expertise. So don't get hung up on trying to talk to the masses. You're not a news anchor. You're not out there reporting on what's happening. You're talking to your audience. And so that is going to be the thing that gives you the biggest leverage and, and the most value that you can provide to those people. Now, when you think about what do we got to add? I want to just add to that. There's a paradox here that when you send out specific information precisely to one person and say, hey, Bob, I just want you to know, you know, we'd already collected uh, March rent before this broke out. You know, here's what we're doing. We're watching this. We'll be, you know, letting you know if anything is happening in April, we'll be reporting back to you. And I make that one-on-one -on -one video and you know anybody else that has rental property, you're more than likely going to share that with them, right? And so the paradox is, is the more specific, the more precise that message is, the more likely 
that it will get shared. It just won't happen, you know, on social media, on YouTube, where like everybody calls it going viral. But that's a fantastic way to expand your reach. So I just wanted to make sure I, I drove that home. Yeah, I was going to say, don't try to go viral that way, right? That doesn't, that does not benefit you. Someone in some other city or some other state watching your video, cool, you got an extra view, but that doesn't matter, right? You're, you want to know your audience and you want to speak to your audience. And that's just something, you know, over the years that I've been training people on being on video and how to leverage video to its fullest extent, that is probably one of the most important things as you're jumping into this to, to remember. So, as we think about other specific things, other opportunities for growth, Jeremy, for sales, right? You know, we're seeing a lot of people talking about they're seeing lead volume going down. They're seeing, you know, maybe not as many people are searching for property management needs. I think there's some big opportunities for, from a prospecting standpoint and reaching out to people. Where should some salespeople that, are, that may have a little extra time on their hands be putting their energy? So this is a fantastic time to be reaching out to people with information and answers like we've been saying. So let's think about all the real estate agents that you've been trying to build relationships with. How many top performing real estate agents out there with a half a dozen listings are worried about the market slipping, weakening, and that owner then basically pulling the listing and saying, I don't think I want to sell it right now because I can't get the asking price I want. So I know we have a lot of property managers who love owners like this. Um, they call it building a time machine, right? You're essentially giving the owner the ability to carry that property um, potentially at a profit, potentially you know, at break even, and then wait for the market to recover and be able to sell you know, and, get, and take out the equity that you hope to out of the home. So what about doing a, a live Q&A, a webinar um, for you know, real estate agents? What about inviting them and saying, hey, this is the information you should be sharing. This is what we're seeing this is the opportunities you can be presenting to them. And by the way, you know, here's what we can do for you. We can protect that listing. We can bring it back to you. So I think prospecting through real estate agents is low-hanging fruit. I can't imagine what the do-it-yourself landlord is thinking right now. Anybody with a listing for rent, a for rent by owner right now, they've got to be freaking out. <laughs> so let's be calling those people and let's become a resource for them and let's give them the answers that they need. Whether they do business with us today, you know, next month or next year, this, they're more willing to hear from you than at any time in history, I guarantee it. Yeah, two things that I wanna to add to that. So on the real estate front, also think about all those real estate agents that have been dabbling in property management. Where do you think their energy is right now, right? Where the market and the real estate is shifting so drastically, or from the five owners that have been really easy for them to manage with great tenants up to this point, but now this thing is hit and they don't know how to move forward. So it's a great opportunity to provide value to those agents that have been doing some of the management on this side. Give them, again, this is all about leading with value. I, can't, I think we need to stress that more than anything right now. These are not sales calls. You're not trying to call up someone and convert them right off the bat. This is relationship selling. You've heard Jeremy and I talk a lot about this through a lot of the training that we've been doing, that you're building that relationship so that then you can get it. So we're not saying, you know, this is like a dirty sell where you're going out and just trying to get more business. You're out there providing value in a meaningful way that will convert to business down the line. That line, down that line could be two weeks from now, could be two months. It does, that's not what the focus is. It's about getting their attention and building that relationship. So those real estate uh, uh, agents who have been, have been managing a small portfolio 
they're losing their mind. They don't know what to do in this situation because up to this point, it's been really easy for them and they need your help. The other thing is, as we think about the, the, the people, that, the, the DIYers, the, the, the furbos, think about this. They don't know how to conduct a showing um, when you can't do showings, right? They don't know what that looks like, what that process is. So offer them some value. Say, hey, you know what? We do virtual walkthroughs all the time. Would you be willing, we'll go into your property and we'll do a virtual walkthrough for you and give you an asset, right? Again, if you got the time and you want to go out and build the relationships, talk about something that would absolutely blow their mind and then give you that opportunity to say, well, you know, this is actually something that is part of our listing product and this is our leasing elements and, and then it opens the door to having that conversation. So just think about how you're innovating your processes. And again, we talked about the economies of scale. You know how in this world of maybe not being able to do in-person showings and how everything is going to shift. You're innovating there. Bring that innovation to the, to the furbos and they're going to see incredible value because they don't know how to do that on a one-off basis. Love it. I think that more than ever, we should be out there with the mindset that we are trusted advisors, that we have information that the, the prospects need and crave. And we should be calling with confidence. We should be building these relationships, adding value, as Jason says, and doing it knowing that they're probably going to be more receptive and appreciative than they've ever been before, which makes everything a lot easier at the end of the day. So I want to wrap with this. Um, this is the deciding factor. There will be companies that fall behind. There will be companies that get ahead. And it's all about your mindset and leadership and resourcefulness. And we want to inspire you guys with ways to go out and do that. So we're going to be bringing more content like this. I encourage you guys to talk to your peers and other markets, even your own competitors, right? Mm -hmm. Information is at a premium right now. And so obviously we have Scale Club and you guys have the Facebook groups. Whatever you can be doing to share information and taking that back to your marketplace is only going to elevate your value. Well, yeah, and I just want to invite people, create the, uh, a space in the comments below. Let's start a conversation there. Let us know what you're doing. What are you getting value out of? How are you going out? Let's create a community just within this comment thread and let people see what's going on and inspire each other. But again, this is your opportunity. Go out there and we're going to come out ahead and we're going to do that together. Market's waiting for somebody to lead. It's your chance to take the rain, guys. Go make it a great day.